There we go. What's up, everybody? It's Bad Vice time. Doing a little little video test this time. We'll see how it goes. We're gonna post some of these online. Hello. Hello. What's up? We got Robin back. Hello. Long time listener. <laughs> Did you listen to every episode since you've been gone? Sure. You're you're fucking scum, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Whatever. I just like I listened to a fair amount of them. And I listened to all of them for a while. Who's your favorite guest and least favorite guest? Well, and I'm why not... are they both Hoffman? <laughs> Hello. Hello. All right, let's let's just get into it. This is incredible. You've really upped production value since mm -hmm. I left. Hello and welcome to Bad Vice, everybody. Hello, welcome. Fifty-four. Fifty-four is how old Robin is. Can you fucking believe it? She sure looks it. I do after being just dried out from the sun. People are gonna think you're like a little POC over here on the couch, man, when they see the video of this. They're like, "Who's Gorian's old lady friend?" <laughs> Where'd Gorian get that sweet leather bag? Is that a fossil bag? My friend who I traveled to Mexico with, she, <laughs> she was like, "They're gonna say that I can't bring on." a third piece of carry-on and that I'll have to leave my old leather bag. Oh my god. It's like, <laughs> it's like That's rude. That's funny. Alright. What is Bad Vice, Robin? Do you still remember? Let's see. <clears throat> Bad Vice is a podcast between Robin and Gorian where we sift the internet for the wackiest advice columns out there. Hell yeah, dude. Not bad, right? I still got it. Could be better. Could always be better, though. How was your trip? When did you fly in? Yesterday? Last night. How how tired are your arms? Real tired, eh? You could do better, too. You look exhausted. <laughs> That's why I'm saying that. I feel great. I just took a week off work. Nice. nice. Did people applaud when the plane landed? They fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of bitches. They did. Oh my it was God. awful. Was there any turbulence or anything worthwhile to clap Literally for? Literally nothing. Can I talk about how I did have a, a flight this year where I actually thought I was going to die. Go for it. So I've I've never had anxiety when flying before, mm. but that's that's all changed now. I was flying into Gatwick Airport in London and it was clearly very windy and something happened. I'm sure the pilot had it completely under control and I'm sure he wasn't worried in the least but something he did something that it just sounded like the plane just turned off it became very very quiet now let this now this happened like a like a week after those planes went down eh the, the day <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't so yeah those ethiopian planes it was that day yeah. i luckily didn't know that until i landed in True. africa later that day it's like schrodinger's plane crash like if you haven't heard about it yet it hasn't happened yet. It was awful. Um, so, and so it, it was very windy and the plane was kind of going, now that there's video, people can see what I'm doing. Like, yeah. Where is the video? Uh, that's right. There's that, literally that Canon camera. three cameras. That's true. That is actually true. I was going to have it up on the TV, but I feel like that would be very distracting. Oh yeah. I would just stare at myself. Yeah, and exactly. Fix my hair the whole time. Now people can see how fucking fucked up we look in real life, you know? Oh, I'm so sorry. Because the thing is like, we have nice radio voices, right? But we do not have faces Hell no. But we're one of those lucky people where you can fix ugly, right? You can fix it with like... But you can't fix beautiful. <laughs> you, you can't fix weird voices, you know? That's the, that's the mainstay. You just gotta become a quiet, beautiful person, you know? 
Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you're on the plane. Yeah. And it was going like side to side, like really intensely. Yeah. And then it would drop and. And you um, put your hands up and go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I literally was like, this was the thought that was going through my mind. It's going to fuck up so many people if I die right now. Like so many people are going to be so fucked up after this. And name that, name top three people that be fucked up if you died. Gorian, Matt Hoffman, and my mother. Eh, none of those people matter though. You do. Keep talking. Anyway, so then it would drop and, and people would scream. And then, so then <laughs> I was sitting in the middle, you know, like there's three seats, like one, two, three. Yeah. And we were at the, we were the last row, like yeah. the, the last three people. The guy on the window seat started filming it, which mm-hmm. is never good. That's I mean, never good. But then the guy. That's why they have the black box. That's why you don't have to film. I'm like, yeah, as though your iPhone will survive this plane crash. I like, was watching um, Kong Skull Island the other day, and there's a bit where the helicopter's <laughs> crashing, and the Ugh. pilot goes, Do you love your mama? And the guy says, I love my mama so much. And then, like, the, the helicopter crashes into the ground, you know? So that's what I would, if I was on the airplane, I'd start screaming out, like, secrets I have, just so, like, the black box has those, you know? <laughs> my Bitcoin wallet number's one, four, five. And then it's like 40 characters. <laughs> Everyone's like, shut that fucker up. <laughs> the pilot starts crashing even harder. <laughs> um, no, and then I turn to the guy next to me who looks me dead in the eye. You're in the middle. I'm in the middle. <laughs> he turns, he looks me dead in the eye, and he goes, something's wrong. And then he yeah. starts praying to Allah. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck me. I'm in yeah. the middle, like... Just like trying to calm myself, being like, don't worry about it. You'll, you're going to land. And then we were like below the clouds so we could see the rolling hills of London that we were about to crash into. Yeah. We did land. People vomited. Yeah. You vomited. <laughs> I didn't. But then. Onto the prayer. But then the worst part was that once we landed and we were at the gate and the brakes on, they couldn't let us out of the plane because it was so windy that mm-hmm. if they opened the door, they were worried that the plane was gonna like just go over. I don't believe that. And then, but you could feel, I've never been in a parked plane and felt it like Sway. so much. And you know, I was the last one off because I was at the very back. Me and iPhone guy. It was the, it was the airlines because they didn't want you guys to get off and cause a ruckus and stuff. So they just paid like a bunch of the ground control people to just like jam the plane with some sticks to make it look like it was fucking. That's what you get when you look for a it's deal online. Yeah. I was like, man, this ticket to London's like $20. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? oh, well. That's the crisp sound of a pomplamoose. LaCroix. You know Did you notice they just call it pomplamoose now? Sparkling water pomplamoose. They don't even call it grapefruit. I are, noticed are that you check, in Los Are you reading both sides? This is in French. Au gazifé de l'essence uh, naturelle pamplemousse and then sparkling water pamplemousse. You know what? I think because when I was at the Sobeys looking for those, it was very confusing because like... On the box, it says in brackets now grapefruit on the box, but not on the can. Because I thought both like, you know, when you're looking at like boxes and like the person that stacked them put the French side facing outwards, like I can fucking understand French. <laughs> you can barely read English. Yeah. I don't know what Diet Coke means in French. <laughs> Jeez. Face the English side outwards. But with that, I think I was looking, I was like Pomplamoose, and I was trying to find like another one that just said grapefruit on. I don't know why. I was just looking for like the English one. Couldn't fucking find it. So I pull out that guy. You don't look for the color first? Their colors are very deceiving. LaCroix is so hard to read because there's so much happening. It's very ugly, actually. If if I like submitted that to a marketing class, (laughs) you'd be like, don't fucking go into marketing, you idiot. Like, this looks horrible. <laughs> it's really bad. It's it's kind of fucked up looking, but, but god damn, it tastes good. 
Um, what was cool about the plane experience was like you got to hear like unadulterated screams. Like it how was, often, how often you go in life when you can hear like someone actually like screaming like they're about to die? That's a wild experience. Yeah, it was awful, and like it was one of those things where people were so terrified that when we landed, nobody clapped because everyone was. Like, <laughs> That's everyone, what you're supposed to clap, dude. That's what you're supposed to clap. It was as though like a hundred people had just been assaulted and we were just like sitting there like void wow yeah it was awful and then i had to get on another flight that was a 12-hour flight but and then when i landed the second time was when i found out that that ethiopian flight had gone down welcome to the flight show with your (laughs) co-pilots that would be a good fucking podcast all right let's get into some advice columns do you have musings I feel like that was a good enough musing to start okay. off because, you know. I just miss your musing. Chill, dude. Fucking relax, man. Mm-hmm. All right. I got, a, I got a quickie just to start us off. Okay. Uh, what the fuck is this piece of technology? It's like a, a 2010 tablet. Yeah, my ex-boyfriend had one of those when they first came out. Boy, it, did he think he was nifty. <laughs> it used to be tight. Now it doesn't load. Like, I have my Hotmail hooked up to it, but it just doesn't. You have a Hotmail account? Because it doesn't work with Gmail anymore. It's too old for Gmail. That is so... I didn't even know you could still have a Hotmail. Oh, hell yeah. I use it for all my porn-related needs. Yeah. Anyways, no reservations. We have a wonderful coffee shop where I live with limited seating. When I go in... When I go in, I get in line to place my order before claiming a seat. But others take seats before ordering by placing their book bags on chairs. I do that. Sometimes they take the chair that I intended to occupy. This seems sleazy to me. You? Good question. Thanks for writing in. Um, that wasn't a write-in. <laughs> dumbass. Just go with it. Just go with it. Um, side note, we didn't get any emails, did we? I don't I don't have access to that fucking email. No? No she, email. Shaking her head now. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. Shaking her I head. I don't care at all. Um, when do you do this? Do you just, I, it's stressful. Like you walk in somewhere planning on sitting yep. and then all of then a sudden, like, do you want it for here or to go? You're like, Whoa, fuck. Like if I get yeah. it for here, then there's no seat. Then God damn it. Yeah. Well, it's like also whenever I am like <clears throat> looking for a table, I always assume that I'm going to get the table. Right. I'm never like, Oh, I can like either or like, I'll take it to go. And if I can't like you walk in and you can see if there's no spots. Right. And you go, ah, oh, god damn it. So then you're like, the worst is at the food court in the Eaton Center. A handful of times when I was in university, Ugh. you go there and it's just that like. hell on earth. <laughs> hawks. Everyone's <laughs> all around, like, looking around for the next person. Are you done your meal? Are you done your meal? Are you done? Are you, are you, there's like halfway through like a chicken nugget or something. It's like, are you, are you done? I'll, uh, I'll wait here. Let you, give me a wave when you're done and I'll go take your spot. Are you going to finish that? <laughs> I went to uh, Getwell the other night, and same thing happened. Where it's like we go inside and there's no seats. Getwell, you went to Getwell, bro. I said the fucking high score on Dig Dug there, man. Look for oh, gore. Oh wait, I was thinking, um, what was that bar we like? <laughs> Sorry, bar we like Farside. Farside. It's the bar no, I like. No, no, not Farside. The one next to Paramount on Spadina. Ooh, wide open. That's it. They all sound the same to me. Getwell, wide open. Whatever. Keep yeah. going. Those are all. Um, Jordan Peele horror movies. <laughs> Wide open and get well, right? I think yeah. that's what it is. You want an Oscar for both of them. Um, so you what, what do, we do we think it's sleazy? What well, here's my here's no, my No, I think it's an unwritten rule. It's like going to the movies and putting jackets down on the seats. Of course. But like a movie's all seats, right? 
<laughs> True. Here's my take on it. I think you're totally allowed to... I think he needs to be more aggressive. Well, here's the thing. I, I think you can totally put your bags and stuff on chairs, but that doesn't stop someone from taking your bags and just fucking hucking stuff somewhere and sitting down on their spot. Because he can also... Here's the thing. No if, one would do that. Well, no. You just move their stuff. Sorry. You, sorry. I, I was sitting there. Were you? Or was your bag sitting there? <laughs> like... No. <laughs> I will sit here and not order anything just to spite you for putting your bag there. You know? But you can't do that. That's loitering. You can't not order something. I'm deciding, bro. There's four things on the menu. A lot. To, it's all a variation on the same thing. I'll yell it over to the barista, you know. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know what? Go feel free to put your stuff there. It, it's, I think he needs to start doing that. Clearly, it's like a thing yeah. that people do at that coffee shop. It's a concrete zoo. And if you're not the alpha, you're the fucking beta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you. Fuck or get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck or get off the... What's the phrase? Dick. Yeah. Uh, well, sleazy may be taking things a bit far, but I get your annoyance. In an ideal world, we would all follow the same rules. That sounds like a horrible world to live in. Yeah. The word sleazy is funny. Have you ever... Do you do you recall anything sleazy that you've witnessed recently? Sleazy. Yeah. Sleazy. I haven't been to, like, any, like, clubs or anything recently. That's usually where you see, like, the real sleaze yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. At, like, 2 a.m. on, like, I don't know, Bank Ooh, Street. I had a sleazy thing happen to me. What? Um, this, I had an Uber driver who um, told me, okay, in, in Cape Town, they think that they, they're the only place in the world with Uber. It's a very funny mm-hmm. phenomenon. They don't know that other places in the world have it. And this Uber driver... Uh, took me to this place and he didn't quite drop me off at the spot. He dropped me a few meters away. How many meters? Let's say 65 meters away. Okay. That's a decent amount. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty far. And so basically, I wanted to go to this mall and instead of dropping me at the mall, he dropped me at the edge of the parking lot. Yeah. And then I got out and he started yelling at me. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, you chose the cash option on Uber. And I was like... There's a cash option? No, Gorian. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you owe me this much money like in cash because you chose the cash option. I was like, I didn't. Uh, so then I went to the mall. I just had to do like one really quick wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. So you just, you just walked away? No, I gave it to him in cash because I was like, whatever, don't, whatever. I'm not going to get in a fight with this man in the middle of Cape Town. It's and true. then So then I was really quick to... Um, at the mall running the errand I need, needed to run. So I got another Uber and... It was a guy, different name, and he came up as the same guy, and he used multiple accounts. Oh, really? And then I, he dropped me off at my house, and I was like, I was like, did I, did I select the cash option that yeah. time? And then I called him his like his second name, and he was like, oh no, ma'am, no, you didn't. And I was like, yeah, I didn't think so. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> he was that was kind of sleazy, but I thought, yeah, that is pretty sleazy. Mm-hmm. Asking for like extra fare and stuff. I remember I had a couple cab rides where like they show up to the location and they're like, oh, we don't take debit or credit. The machine's down. So they'll be like, oh, we'll drive you to an ATM and you just get out and walk away, you know? You walked away? We did that when we were living at on College Street. It was like four of us and we were like, no, no, we're not gonna... you get shivved. Shivved? By a taxi driver? Fuck yeah, taxi drivers are scary. Taxi drivers are only scary when they're behind the wheel, dude. They'll murder. As soon as they get outside, it's like, ah. I just listened to this podcast 
this woman in Halifax where I used to live, she went missing. No, she didn't go missing. She showed up dead next to her house. And How do you show up dead? <laughs> they were like, where is she? And they were like, oh, shit, she's yeah. right there, and she's dead. And um, the last person to see her alive was a taxi driver. Oh, I was reading a court case yesterday about... Uh, Ashton Kutcher in 2001. What? He went on a date with this woman and he met her at a party and they were going to go on a date and he was the last person to have spoken to her before she got murdered. So he was in court yesterday testifying what happened. That's crazy because normally the last person to see someone alive is the person who killed the person. Well, here's the thing. Uh, They spoke on the phone briefly. Yeah. They spoke on the phone briefly. That night. It was like 5 p.m. and then he called her like six times since then. And he went to her house and he came a little bit late and he thought that's why she was like not answering her calls because like he was like late by like two hours or something like that or like, you so know. So he had seen her, left and then went back? It was just a phone call that day. Oh, so yeah. he wasn't the last person to see her. He was the last person to talk no, to her. No, but talk to her. And she was supposed to go on a date with her? Something's a, something's a, a miss and here. She was like, I don't want to. And he's like, I'm Ashton Kutcher. I'm going to punk your ass. Well, here's the thing. He gets to the house and he's like. It's kind of weird to like read his testifying thing because he was like, I started like peering inside to see if she was home because the lights were on. And then he looked up and he saw like wine that was like spilling down the side of a window. It was her blood. Mm. Crazy. That's spooky. All right. Let's read. Uh, oh, wait. We even fucking. OK. Well, sleazy may be taking things a bit far, <laughs> but I get your annoyance. In an ideal world, we all follow the same rules. Ask the manager to post the coffee shop's policy on seat saving. Oh, nothing like no. Oh, what a wet blanket bullshit thing to do. Um, excuse me. I would like you to post a policy. And uh, can we get a name system going? Can we get a little reserve system going? Well, that's the thing. It's like I don't know. And then the manager has to do it, even though they think you're a yeah. prick. Yeah, and then you're like, Tim, what are you doing? This guy fucking. What are you? You ruin the chill vibe of the coffee yeah. shop. Yeah, that's how you fucking put a place out of business. Um, get your food and drink before you sit down, please. If you, if yours refuses, it's practically an invitation to use your jacket to save a seat. Brackets, sleazeball. Yeah, just use a bracket or use your um, jacket. Do you know what's the most annoying thing is that it's now becoming like hip and cool for a coffee shop to not have Wi-Fi? Oh, they have those I like... Uh, hate- that. Yeah, they have those like Ooh, very like in your I, face signs being like No, no, no sign. You like get your coffee, you're like, oh Malante, do you have a Wi Fi password? And they're like, that Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about just people not having Wi Fi in general? Coffee shops, coffee shops, coffee shops. Because I've seen some places where it's like very in your face about it, where it's like Wi Fi password question mark. No, it's the barista. Open a book. Like, he's like hipster baristas and like on the wall it's like engage with each other and you're like, What's your Wi Fi password? And they look you- at you, they look at you and they're like we don't have Wi-Fi here. You're like, okay. Oh, okay. you know that Zach Galifianakis bit where he plays the pretentious illiterate? No. And he's like, I told you, I don't know how to read. Mm. It's the same thing. It's uh, it's like a Mr. Show sketch where uh, he only listens to songs on like a monogram that you have to hand crank, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It's You're like, I don't have Facebook. I'm like, fuck you. And here's the thing. These people are telling us to like engage more with one another. No one wants to engage with me. And I don't want to engage with them. Yeah, no one wants to engage with you. It's these people in these bars being like, just because you're serving the drinks and whatnot, it's like, oh, just go talk to people. <laughs> but they're going to shun me. I don't want We're here to work silently. We want to just go online. You just like go over, you're like, hi. <sighs> yeah, Would like, you like uh, to make uh, eye contact? I'm, I'm following the signs rules. <laughs> Will you save my seat for me? <laughs> it's the policy. All right. Oy. All right, let's do amusing. 
Hit um, me, baby. I've been applying to some like random job websites, you know, like Indeed and stuff. Yep. I hate they always give you emails about like job opportunities where it's like, hey, here's your job. Here's here's what you matched this week based on our algorithms. But they're never they're never related to like shit you're actually doing. <laughs> like stripper. Fifty percent match I got for pasture this week. <laughs> the fuck am I gonna do as a pasture? I'm still pretty sure that's something about a farm. I don't. Wait, th- you mean a pastor? Pasture, pastor, pasture, past, pastor. <laughs> pasture is for like where sheep roam. Yeah, it's a synonym. Nope. It's a synonym, dude. No. Sounds the same, different meaning. Anyways, that's not what a synonym. Oh job search is complete bullshit. But then, <laughs> are you qualified for literally anything? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'll apply to any job on those websites. Doesn't matter if I barely, oh, I need a cover letter. Oh, I need five years programming. Apply, 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 apply. It's not my job to filter through them. And I think about all the times that they've made you go through bullshit loops to like apply for a job. Oh, go to our company website. Oh, fill out this questionnaire. Oh, fill out all your experience. And you're like, I, I just read my resume. This is the little man getting back at them, okay? This is me being like, you know what? I sent out a hundred, a hundred job things today, and a hundred people are gonna have to look at them because that's their job. True. And that makes me a little bit happier inside. Whatever it takes, boo. Hell yeah, dude. All right, hit me with some, uh, some advice, some <laughs> okay. chad advice. I gotta get my big. Yeah. My phone is dying. No worries. Are you okay? What do you got there? Oh, a vape? Just a little vape action. I got rid of my juice vape. I gave it to Jonah. Because he's trying to quit cigarettes. And you're trying to quit juice. Bro, everyone in Toronto since you've left has started fucking juuling like a fiend. <laughs> it's the fucking worst, man. And the thing is... That's how you can tell who's a little bitch. That's... Oh, dude. 100% agreed with you. Yeah. And the thing is, like... They own multiple ones. They'll Ugh. be like, well, I lost my first jewel, and then I found, and then I bought another one, and then I found the first one, and then I bought a third one, and it's like, you didn't even smoke cigarettes before this. Like, why are you smoking nicotine all of a sudden? Ugh. Yeah. People, like, just gross me out. Okay. All right, what's up? So this is on, on my favorite subject, which is parenting advice. Ooh. Mm. Uh... I want to have my, my friend Chad the dad on because he's a dad and I want to yeah. fucking... My friend is having a baby like tomorrow. Cool. I know. Which friend? My friend Andrea. She's my roommate all oh, yeah, through. Oh, yeah, yeah, So good luck. I hope your vagina stays intact. I've been very concerned at, like for her all week. I'm surprised anyone survives pregnancy. Oh, my God. She sent me a picture of her body and I was I like... you say of her pussy. She I'm sent like, me a picture of her puss puss. No, I've heard like big bomb and I like can hardly Ugh. believe Why someone did... I know yeah. is building a hu- person human. Riddle me this. Yeah. When a baby's born, how much do they weigh? Nine pounds-ish? That's, I think that's a big one. What? So that's a big one. That's a big one. So why do women get so big when they're pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> How do they, why do they gain like 150 pounds? They don't gain 100. Are you? No one gains. Okay, maybe some do, but they yeah. shouldn't. That's like. Yeah. That's insane. It's, I think. But it's it's a lot of it's weight. fluid. Like they'll just like drop it once Ew, the baby's born. It's fluid? Yeah, people get like super swollen. Ew. You need. Adoption, a hundred percent, dude. You should not ever be in charge of the life of another person. Now let's give them some advice. Okay. This is from John Rosemond, Parenting with Love and Leadership. 
Okay. He's got he's got a bunch of books. Um, you know, anyone can publish a book. I could publish a book. Would love to see that. <laughs> this was posted today. Okay. Well, well, uh, where's it from? John Roseman, Parenting with Love and Leadership. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Roseman.com for those looking to get mm-hmm. some parenting advice. Um, this is called Use Alpha Speech to Get Child to Obey. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, no. All right. My seven-year-old son, an only child, is giving me fits. He's overly active and will not cooperate in any instruction I give him. In addition, if I tell him not to do something, it's a guarantee he's going to do it as soon as my back is turned. This literally sounds like you. I was a good fucking boy. But I... But what happened? Yeah, right. Because it's like, every time I say something, you're like... You you respond in the opposite way. But you're a textbook, like, reverse psychology person. Where it's like, I think that's a bad idea. You're like, I think we should do it. Yeah, I go against the grain, man. But to the point where it's so boring, Gorian. No. (laughs) Maybe for you, but I keep things real. Here's my thing, though. Um, Predictable. When you were in grade, like, six, did you guys do, like, a little reading buddies thing with your kindergartners? For sure. I can picture this kid exactly. Because I had a a reading buddy like him who was a little freaking... Hellion. Oh my God! I remember we went to Saunders Farm, which is like the you know the the pumpkin patch. Sounds like where patch. they send dead dogs. <laughs> and my grandma. <laughs> um, but it's like you, we went to Saunders Farm, and there was like a corn maze there, and my reading buddy like rips his hand away from mine, and just runs into the corn. That sounds like you. And I was like, teacher, like I I lost my kid. Like I don't know where my kid is. Like, what are you talking about, corn? You were you were supposed to go to the. I'm like, yeah, he he ran into the corn. What did you want me to do? Like, he's he's crazy. So then I just got to wander the corn with my friends while they went to look for this kid. Pretty tight. This is like great foreshadowing into who you become as an adult. I haven't been to a pumpkin patch in years, man. I miss it. <laughs> Picking out a good pumpkin. It feels like fall right now. I keep thinking I think it's that's September. Why. You showed up in a fucking coat today, like a, a like a puffy coat. Yeah, I've been in warm places. I'm surprised you're not doing the dress shirt vest combo that everyone's doing. Dress shirt Dress shirt vest. puffy vest. Why would I ever? I'm not a Republican. No, it's like it's like the look right now. I read a whole article about it the other day. How about like... I will never take fashion <laughs> advice from you. Whatever. To our visual viewers. <laughs> Just read the fucking thing. Um... I'm a single mom and I'm embarrassed to admit that he runs the house. I spoke mm. to his pediatrician about him and she recommended ADHD medication. I don't want to go in that direction. Besides, he has no problems in school and never has. Clearly his mom's just a little bitch. ADHD medication. Or ADHD medication. You can have ADHD and still be good at school. Right? Yeah, of course you can. Like, you can be, like, crazy during class, but when it comes to tests and stuff, you can, like, fucking bang them out, I bet. Yeah, but it doesn't make you less annoying, I guess. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, his teachers love him and are constantly telling me how smart and mature <laughs> he is for his age. It's like I'm dealing with a person with a split personality. If he's not crazy, I'm... Sl- if he's not crazy, I'm slowly getting there. Can you give me some tips? Wow. Parent away, Gorian. <sighs> Where's the where's the father in the picture is my question. He ran away. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the kid's trying to do too. I guess so. Um 
I don't know. A single mother with a friggin' ADHD kid? That must be a lot. ADHD kid? Why do you say that? <laughs> so weird. What do you want to say? ADHD. ADHD? A mom, a mom with a... ADHD kid. That's what I said. Not so much. Anyways, um, I don't know. Listen to the pediatrician, right? They would know best. They're doctors at this. <laughs> they went to school to study kids. They did. Uh, what do you think? Well, I think obviously your kid resents you in some way. If his teachers are like, Billy is such a good boy. And he gets home and he's like, fuck you, mom. Like, yeah. That's not good. For I probably you. played with this kid in Fortnite, to be honest. <laughs> Guaranteed. This is literally just Hoffman's mom. He's, yeah. Did she say how old he was? <laughs> this is post dated. He's 25. They put this in a time capsule and then they open it up and did it today. All right. Hit me with that answer. The completely unscientific nature of the ADHD diagnosis aside, your son is not a candidate for medication that have never reliably, reliably outperformed placebos in clinical trials. This guy's anti. This is a doctor, right? I don't think so. Okay. I think he's like a religious guy. Um, it never fails to infuriate me when I hear of pediatricians whose knee-jerk response to discipline problems is a prescription. Having said that, I understand completely the pressure they are under to do something helpful during a 10 to 15 minute office visit. There ought to be a parenting specialist in every pediatric office. It sounds expensive. Yeah. Who's going to pay for that? The show The show will be a fucking supermodel in every dentist place, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it? There should be a supermodel at every podcast Thank you. recording. Um, Is it just boring like? Your son doesn't have a split personality either. That's up for debate. Have you seen Split? Split? Yeah. What's that? It's that movie where that dude has like 12 personalities that he like switches between. It's really good. Oh. I think that's what this kid has. Yeah. Maybe. My ex-boyfriend had once dated a girl who had borderline personality disorder and she stalked him for a few years when we were dating. Man, I would love to get my friend Paul DeZoba on this show because he has a phenomenal story about his roommate stalker. And it was like, were you at the party when we talked about that? I think you told me after. Yeah, how like he showed uh, he showed uh, Sophia his phone and he had like Mm. those like 999 plus texts. Yeah, I think it was like a slub or something. But like, yeah, truly like that's when I realized like we are fucked. Like I've I've never had to experience something like this before. Yet. Some sort of like online stalker, you know, in person thing. You have to get a restraining order. Can you mm. imagine? Could you imagine having like go to court for this? Ugh. Like, sorry, Your Honor, this person can't function in society. <laughs> I'm too hot. Handle herself. All right, give me the end of this one. It's long. Yeah, just scroll down. There you go. Read me the last one. <laughs> Now, you've obviously got some lost ground to make up for, but you can do this. Keep in mind there's nothing wrong with your son. Also up for debate. If there was a big problem, his teachers would be begging you to medicate him. In my next column, (laughs) I'll describe a rehabilitative method called kicking the child out of the Garden of Eden. (sighs) You're going to need to do something to get your son's attention and convince him that life as he has known it with mama is over. Mama. What I have in mind should turn the trick. This is like the classic. Turn the trick. Is what your kid eating at school killing them? Tune in tonight at eight. You know, it's like, it's too late. They already ate it. <laughs> the same thing where it's like, read my blog post next time about how to train your kid to be he normal. He had a really funny list. He has all these books. 
Read me some of them. Oh, God. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, man. Anyone can fucking publish a book out there. He had one. This is not. It's not listed One, two, here, three, four, it, five, six, seven books. These, no, no. That's not books. No. Oh, okay. These are the books. Oh, yeah. Grandma was right after all. Making the terrible twos terrific. <laughs> Grandma was also racist as fuck, dude. Getting to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Going to hell. <laughs> a family of value. Fail-safe formula for helping your child succeed in school. That title rolls right off the tongue. Look at all of them. That's a lot. What's that one? Toilet training without... Tantrums. <laughs> Teen-proofing. Teen oh, what's the... Teen-proofing. Fostering responsible decision-making for your teenager. Do you think that we should try and get this guy to call in and just, like, fuck with them, you know? The new six-point plan for raising happy, healthy children. Like, what? He has so many books. Maybe you and I should read some of these books this year because like, apparently we don't read enough. You know what? All of them you can get <laughs> autographed. <laughs> you can't buy them unautographed, okay? <laughs> He's touched everyone. All right. Let me throw another musing at you. Hit me, baby. Um, so I was cleaning my bathroom this week mm-hmm. and I was cleaning the toilet. Mm. Uh, I think God, that... What did you find? <laughs> nothing. Relax. <laughs> I think that if you if you have a bathroom and you have a toilet, if there's nowhere on that toilet that you can put your tongue safely for five seconds, you should clean your toilet. Like if there's on the whole toilet, if there's not a single part of it that you can't put your tongue on for five seconds, you should clean it. Because I, I think feel if like, there's a single part of it that you can't put your tongue on, just don't do it. Because I feel like no <laughs> one cleans gross. their toilets. Everybody cleans. Them. No. Dude, I go to people's houses and I'm like inspecting it and I'm people's looking around. Ooh. Ew. Oh. Anyways, when I was cleaning it, I realized, you know what bathrooms should have? They should have a drain just in the bathroom. Like not in the fucking sinks and stuff. And then the there should be a drain in the middle of the bathroom so you can hose down your fucking toilet. Why does your toilet ever get so dirty you just <laughs> need to hose it? Because that would just make life easier. Because here's the thing. No one wants to get in there and clean it. So it's like... But just don't let it get to the point where it's gross. What? What do you... T- it's just regular maintenance. Like Every two weeks. Every, other, every two every weeks. Every two weeks. That's what every other week is. Why were you cleaning your toilet only every... every How other, often do you clean it? Once a week? Yeah. Or more. Or more. You don't want it to get gross. I'm just saying you should be able to fucking hose it down every day then. Why not? You can't give me one good reason why there shouldn't be a drain in a bathroom, all right? That's all I'm saying. Because that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I wish that fucking plane crashed. (laughs) All right, I got one. I am entirely happy with my boyfriend of two years. He makes me feel loved and confident. But there's always a but. Always a but. I really want to live together and make a home with him. After he, two years? <laughs> yeah. Well, that seems like a, you know, two years seems like a decent amount of time. I moved in with my ex after one year, but look how that ended. What is this, the ex show? Jesus Christ. I got, I'm drawing from real life experience. One more and I'll fucking fill out your punch card. He refuses. Uh, he says he needs his space and moving in together is why his previous relationships fell apart. He refuses. No. I respect this, but I'm incredibly sad. Not angry, just sad. <laughs> that we will never have a home together. But he gives me everything else I need, and I'm not going to break up with him over why this. Why never? Why Why is yeah, it why now is it? or that's never? Not, that's, that's the point I was going to bring up, where she's like, well, I guess we're... Because I mean, maybe he said never. Maybe he did. 
he's like I don't think he did though why would he be in that relationship like what's his end game with that unless they're just like unless they're having sleepovers no we're long term fuck buddies okay we're going on 20 years strong and we will always split the bill kids you're staying at your mom's house this weekend and we fucking love each other <laughs> like that sounds like a great song. that just sounds pretty dope spend the weekends together and then the rest of the week you're just Monday to Friday in your own crib wherever you're closest to work yeah why not why not that's it I guess that's it. Was that the end of the... Yeah, it was a shorty. Hmm. When would you move in? You said a year? I would never do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It seems like your space is such a valued part of your, like, lifestyle. It really is. Like, you need to have your own space. And some people are totally okay with, like, zero space. That's the thing, too. Like, you meet people who are, like, too comfortable together. Right. Like, they, like... They, they go to the bathroom with the door open and they sit on each other as they go to the bathroom so they can both go at the same time. I feel like you... Very comfortable. ...would get that way fast, though. Mm-mm. No? I think everyone should be ashamed of themselves and <laughs> fuck in a dark room with all the lights off. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's changed here in the last year, Robin. Nope. <laughs> You're exactly the same. Louise, you are blooming with mixed messages. Louise, for starters, you are not entirely happy with your boyfriend. Who is? By your own admission, you are incredibly sad about his refusal to live with you. And though I disagree with old Sigmund Freud on many issues, I find, as he did, that sadness is sometimes anger turned inward. Let's consider that. Who is this? Is this... Uh, I I used to write them down, but not today. But I always hate it when these uh, advice column people like... Ooh, so like Sigmund Freud says, we get it, dude. You don't have to. You've read a book. Yeah, like oh, that makes you like qualified to give this person advice. I could quote Sigmund Freud, but let me dumb it down for you, idiot. Um, your boyfriend has been clear about living separately. If he never changes his mind, which is probably a wiser assumption than hoping he will, can you be okay with that? Do you imagine your incredible sadness will simply dissolve? I don't. Now, I'm certainly not advising you to call it quits with them. Instead, figure out what sharing a home means to you. Is it a symbol of intimacy or commitment? (laughs) Is it a symbol of intimacy or is it commitment to live together? Good question. Really good question. The freedom to fight without fear of abandonment? Whatever it means to you, see if you can approximate those good qualities and minimize the bad ones without combining addresses. Maybe a fixed weekly schedule will work for both of you. (sighs) Once you're on that fixed weekly schedule with your spouse. It's all going downhill. Game over. Game over. When people are like, we schedule sex. I'm like, well, you <laughs> should not and just get out of that. There's a there's a really, you should never schedule sex. Because like, I feel like the dude will always be into it. But there will definitely be days where the chick's not into it. If you're scheduling sex, she's already not into it. I know it's Wednesday. And I know we both agreed on Wednesdays. My head hurts. <laughs> But babe, it's Wednesday. She's like, oh, you're gross. That's how prostitution starts, man. That's when you're like, all right, well, it's Wednesday. I'm getting my bone on either way, dude. Or maybe make that rule. On Wednesdays, we bone. Do Doesn't we bone matter each who. Other? Yeah, I like <laughs> it's that. It's Wednesday. It's a roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it'll make you want to bone each other more. That little risk that they're going to bone someone. You can only bone if there's someone in like visible distance. Like if you can make eye contact with them. 
It just makes you sound like a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him, you can fuck him. All right. Instead, figure out what sharing a home means to you. Um, if your boyfriend resists those efforts, though, it might be time to reevaluate the relationship. They all come with compromises. The trick is finding one that doesn't that don't hurt too badly. I think end it. <laughs> yeah. Find someone you want to live with. That's the thing. Find someone who wants the same things as you. Like that, I think is so key. Yeah. If he, if you want to live with someone, and he's like, never. Like if he actually says never. Well, then take him for his word. If you had to have uh, a weekly schedule for fucking, mm-hmm. what days would you pick? If you had to pick two days a week to have sex. Thursday and Monday. Okay. That seems fair. I would need a few days in between. Yeah. But it's also like, if it's Thursday and Monday, you're always fucking after work. Wait, That's your whole evening. Not a whole evening. Well, depends. 15 minutes right before you go to bed. Mm. Wham, bam. You got any musings? Do I have any musings? Because all of mine are just bullshit. You know me. Oh, that's any different than before. Uh, I went to a movie. There's 11 cases, no, 12 cases of measles in St. John, where I'm from. Is that like a type of beer? <laughs> I uh, saw that, though. I, I thought... <laughs> I also saw another picture like some some Americans were visiting some like third world country and they had signs being like, Ugh. get your vaccinations because it's like shit started popping up that hasn't been around since like 1850. Yeah. Yeah. What is measles? I don't it's know. It's like a cough? No, it's like a rash. Ew. But I think it can kill you. I was actually, my friend who I went to Mexico with is a doctor and I asked her what it was and apparently like it can, it can show in a bunch of different ways and the rash is one of them but what can happen is like it can do something to your like neurosystem and okay. it can affect your brain and you can die from complications of measles. Why the fuck aren't there like measles that are like, oh it affected his brain. He can speak Chinese now, you know? Wouldn't that be cool? Like viruses that do good shit for you instead of like eating your brain out from the inside? Yeah, that's not how the world works. <laughs> why is everything like that bad for you? Like, why can't we spread good shit like that? Where it's like, if measles was teaching people like, on me so I can learn Japanese, you know? Well, that would be dope. That'd be pretty sick. But yeah, it's not. Uh, I was at the movie theater. What'd you see? A man drinking fountain soda mm-hmm. with no lid on. I do that all the time fucking barbarians no, i do it all the time it's so stressful to watch because they're like it's a cup but it's like sloshing around and like the opening of those cups like the, they're massive it's not like a little like a drink bottle it's like I like to live on the edge baby it's insane it's insane and then it's like you're you're at a fucking movie sir i don't want you having picking up your drink and hearing your ice cubes as long as it's not around. a scary movie and you don't jump that too, yeah. You could splash all over yourself. I've like opened beers in theaters and it's splashed everywhere. Or like I've dropped Mickey's in movie theaters and like you never want to lose track of what you're eating and drinking in a movie theater. Maybe you're just really drunk at movies all the time. No. A Mickey at the movies? It was Baywatch, baby. Oh, never mind. All right. Um, do you want to pull up another one? Sure. What do you got? I got, um, it's from a different website, but it's on the same spectrum theme it's called ask dr m have you used this real people real problems real advice dr m ask dr m dot org do we know what the m stands for 
measles. Mm, very funny. Very funny. All right. Give it to me. <clears throat> My 12-year-old son's dad and I are going through a divorce. My 12-year-old son's dad. dad. So her husband. Is, yeah. What? <laughs> and then she says in the next sentence, My husband <sighs> is telling my son that he wants to know who his friends are, but my son doesn't want to share that with his dad. The dad's asking the kid who his friends are? Who's your friends? That seems fair. What should I do? Do I side with one or the other? Please help. So let me get this straight. The dad just wants to know who the kid's friends are and the kid won't tell him? Mm-hmm. I'm not shaking by his ankles or something. Why does the dad, like, what's the point? I think I would be like, why do you want to know? I like, would be, do you want to fuck their moms? Like That too. Mm, that's a good dad point, actually. Thank you. I feel like the dad's just in the know. Like, who do you hang out with? And the kid's like, I'm not telling you. And you're like, do you have any fucking friends? Like, maybe he's concerned. That's what I think is happening. Dads also, are rarely concerned. I don't know. I think it's like. What is the background on this? I don't know. Bunch of JPEGs. Also, I don't know why you have to ask a doctor this question. It's a doctor. Yeah. Um, This is actually Mrs. B answers, not Dr. M. Very confusing. So confusing. Wait, so Mm -hmm. just some random person then. Yeah, Dr. M answers the one. Oh, yeah. I don't know why Mrs. B answers this and who Mrs. B is, but I don't know. You're crushing your first episode back right now. (laughs) Divorce is so difficult. This must be a tough time for you all. Wait, what would you do? If I was being divorced? Yeah, what would you do if you're being divorced? Hit up a strip club, baby. You know there's a strip club in Las Vegas that has a pool and you can just go around boner shorts? Boner shorts? You listen to last week's episode? Yes. You got a lot to catch up on. I know. Um, Do you know anyone that's divorced? My aunt. How's she doing? She's remarried. How's that doing? Meh. Okay. <laughs> Do you know anyone who's divorced? I know people that should break up. Does that count? Yeah, well. <laughs> All right, let's read this. I want names. <laughs> <laughs> um... In your question, you don't explain the details of the conflict between your son and his dad. However, unless your husband is a substance abuser or is maltreating your son, it's essential for them to work out their relationship for themselves. You don't have to take sides. Reassure your son that you respect his decisions and are available to talk whenever he needs your support and advice. You know, according to the WHO, I'm a substance abuser. The WHO? The World Health Organization? Yeah, you are a substance abuser. Yeah, but like not the ones you're thinking of, though. <laughs> they just Alcohol cla- and weed? They classified gaming disorders for like too much gaming and stuff. How much is too much? Apparently, like it's it's one of those things where like, you know, you take those like, am I an alcoholic tests and you like get all the yes things. It's like, do you have like between seven and 12 drinks a week? And you're like, yeah, but who doesn't, you know? And it's like, do you sometimes drink in excess? And you're like, well, yeah, you know, <laughs> do you play video games more than like six hours a week? And you're like, well, yeah, well, no shit. You know, like, I don't. Do you think about video games when you're not at home? Like, yeah, all the time, dude. You do? Oh. I'm thinking about it right now. I just want to get on the fucking golf course again, man. Why don't you take a real golf? It's the summer. Get outside. Get a tan. It's a rich white person sport. And I'm a poor white person, okay? You could be a caddy. Play mini putt. Yeah, I'll be a fucking caddy. That's funny. That's a job. 
You could get a job. I've actually always thought about, um, I, I think Connor used to like be a groundskeeper or something for like golf courses. And I feel like that'd be a very fun job. I feel like the people there have like a lot of behind the scenes fun, you know? Probably. My uncle is a golf pro in Ottawa. He could get you a job. Are you serious? Yeah. Huh. Do you think people fuck on the greens? For sure. Wow. Are they over the age of 80? Most deaf. It's in the bunker. That's her butthole. All right, keep reading. Hole in one. Hello. Um, so that's that was a short one. I've got more short ones if you like them. Hit me with one more short one. Okay. I'm a mother of two girls. One is five and the other is two and a half. My elder daughter throws tantrums and is lagging in her academics because of mood swings. She's five. You know her what? Some academics? Fi- yeah, that's true. Like counting? You know what was always weird? When I was my very first school I ever went to from junior kindergarten up to grade two, there was a kid that was held back a year mm-hmm. and that boy was stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just like I was shocked because you're doing like addition. And I don't I, I'm sure I wasn't the only kid that was like bored because it's like five plus five, seven plus two. And you're like, I don't get why we're fucking like spending three weeks on this, you know, and the kids like. Batman symbol? Like just struggling to understand the core concept. He had like No, because he was a bully too, so it's like, oh okay, you're just just really stupid. Yeah. Oh well. Welcome to Bad Vice, where we judge small children. Welcome to I'm gonna find my old bullies and out them. (laughs) Names. I want names. (laughs) I want addresses. Dox them. Give me their hotmail account. We can look them up on this. What is it called again? Bulldog search. What the one about the pedophiles? No. No, what's that? It was on Oprah Winfrey's show where it's like. Do you watch Oprah? It was like back in the old days. Um, neighborhoodwatch.org, where you can type that in and you see anyone in your perimeter that has like pedophile charges or like any any sort of like charges against them. But like that website was mainly for like pedophiles. Can you still do that? Yeah, dude, but going in the states. But like if you you can type in like the Airbnb you were staying in like you know Hollywood or something mm-hmm. and it'll show you everyone around. You might have to like zoom in a bunch because like sometimes you're looking at it and you're like, oh, like those are like thirty overlapped, you know? Mm-hmm. Like all you see is just icons popping up. It's whack. I bet LA is full of pedophiles. Mm-hmm. They're all probably super rich. Um, she's good at observing. <laughs> she sounds like me. Not very smart, but sees everything it's like that millhouse quote where it's like you're supposed to watch the factory he's like i did i watched it start to tip over and then it fell yeah very observant very however she often shifts from hyper to reticent i need advice these people give very short questions and the answer is the same pills for everybody (laughs) fucking yank open that kid's mouth and cram a box of tic tacs in in there yeah (laughs) Um, consider having a professional evaluation of your older daughter. What's in a professional evaluation? Because I don't think I ever got one of those. <laughs> that would make a lot of sense. Like, your life would have been a lot easier, maybe. We got your child professionally tested and he's dumb as bricks, but hot as fuck. They would not have said that. <laughs> what do they test them on, though? Smarts? Uh, yeah, I Athletic guess. ability? <laughs> Looks. Climb that rope. <laughs> Dude, don't even get me started on the rope climb. I never My, had to do that. No one did. I th- I feel like it was like a it's an hoax. American thing. I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't even an American thing because like the liability. I remember um, 
in kindergarten, I remember being in the gymnasium watching like my brother graduate his like, you know, senior kindergarten or whatever. Can I say a side note real quick? What? I saw a group of little kids in tiny cap and gowns today and it really made my whole day. Oh my God. It was so cute. How I many- just, I was walking down the hallway and then I just heard, yay! And I looked and there were all these little tiny kids wearing tiny cap and gowns and they were like graduating from, I don't know, learning how to pee in the yeah. toilet. Remember when we were in kindergarten when the toilets were in the same room? That was whack. Oh. It was like in and they the had same tiny complex. toilets. Yeah, they got the tiniest little toilets there. <laughs> oh, and like, the, I'm pretty sure the teachers have to use them by law. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe by law they can't. Um. Fuck. What were we just talking about? I had something to say. Graduation. Your, your, oh, your, your um, son. Your I was, brother. I was playing Fortnite with Hoffman last night. Also, Hoffman was supposed to. I asked him to send in a bit. He didn't send it in. I told him yesterday. A I, bit? Yeah, I was just like, send us in a bit. Send us in a music or something, you know, because I can play it off my phone. We can listen to it. Oh, a voice note. Yeah, and I was like, you know, put some music, do something. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm working on it. And then, like, nothing. So, fuck that guy. But we were playing Fortnite last night, and we're playing with our friend Shantae. And Shantae's nine. And he, we were talking about, like, school. We're You're like, going to be put on one of Oprah's <laughs> lists. <laughs> Read this man's book. Hello. Um, but we're like, yo, Shante, you done school yet, man? And he's like, nah, I got nine more days and I'm done for the summer. And we're like, what do you do all summer? He's like, play Fortnite. Ugh, where are Shante's parents? <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do we got? Um, cons- uh, if her moodiness is merely a part of who she is and is not extreme, you need to develop a part of who she Her moodiness is just a part of who she is. Can you just tell people that when we go out? I'll say something and I'll be like, I'm going to the bathroom. And you'll just be like, her moodiness is just a part of who she is. I mean, this is a roundabout saying of like. Just, She's a bitch. Yeah. Just in general, like that's who she is. Like, yeah, no shit. I witnessed it happen before my very eyes. But maybe it's like, it's not you. It's just who she is. This thing, your charger thing keeps like making yeah, the phone Yeah, it's no light good. Up. It's gotten to 37%. That's fine. Yeah. Um, they had the uh, the iPhone, like their big thing today. Oh, is there something good? Um, what are they calling it? Keynotes. Oh, the new iPhone. I think it's thirteen <laughs> or something. Didn't they just put out the ten? I think that was like little. I, I think that was two years ago. I actually think so. Is there an eleven and a twelve, or did they like an XA? I don't know. All I know is they're adding in dark mode. What's that? It just makes your phone dark for like nighttime, so it doesn't hurt your eyes. Don't they already have that? That's what I thought. We've had that on Androids for like 10 years now. And then they're bringing swipe to text. You don't have an iPhone anymore. Oh, did I not tell you it broke? No. Well, I think it broke. But then apparently, I guess my chargers just don't fucking work. Because like my problem was that it wouldn't charge. And both of my chargers are from the gas station. So there you have it. So what did you do with it? It's still in there. I just bought this off my friend Alex for like 100 bucks. I'm like, it probably works. Yeah, I don't want to go back, though. I fucking hate it. I'm out of all my iMessage groups. I'm out of, uh, I can I can text from my computer now. It's fucking glorious. I don't even have a SIM card, so I'm not even. We get it. We get it. Should I get a phone plan? Um, What about prepaid? You can do like something where it's like 30 bucks a month if you just want text and stuff. Or even like 15. I feel like if you go like wind or something, they can give you like a cheap little pay-as-you-go thing. Yeah. Canada is so expensive for phones. Dude, it's fucked. My boy's in Australia right now, and he has a phone plan, and the phone plan gives him 10 gigs wow. of just streaming. 
So he can stream Netflix and Spotify for 10 gigs and it won't affect his regular data that he uses for like Facebook and stuff. And it's probably like nothing. 25 bucks, 30 yeah. bucks. Shameful. Um, Did we finish that one? No. Okay. It's start, so fucking riveting. Start by noticing when your five-year-old has tantrums. For example, do they occur when you're giving your attention to the younger daughter, indicating jealousy or a need for attention? In many instances, ignoring tantrums and paying more attention to positive behavior can help. Whatever. Mm. I think your kid's fine. I think she's five. I mean, everyone's got to like... You should have your kid for the first year and then for the next nine years, they go to a facility, they do gym, they eat, <laughs> and then you get them back school. at 10. Yeah, exactly. But like, you know, they're, they're gone, time. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they come back at 10 and they're just like, hello, mother. Hello, father. Would you like some help with the lawn? You're like, like, yeah. <laughs> Would you like some help with the lawn? <laughs> we make your children British. <laughs> All right. I got another. I got another musing. Yay. Uh, loose buttons on shirts. Yeah. When you have a button up and like the one button is like. When was the last time you wore a button up? Well, it's summertime now. Like a, like a button up short sleeves. I'm talking about any buttons, like on an, any t-shirt. Oh. And it feels like, you know, when you were a child and you had a loose tooth and you're like wiggling it around for fucking hours, right? It's just like you can get your tongue like underneath it all completely. Yeah, and it tastes weird. That's, yeah, right? You, you feel that flesh where the, where the tooth was. Yeah. And with buttons, it's like you can fit two fingers underneath it and basically like pinch the button now. And it's so floppy. And you're like, this is going to break off at any given moment. And I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. Well, then stop pulling at it. It came like that, dude. Buy better shirts. No, I get my shit at Tommy Hilfiger, man. That shit's quality. Well, then it, if it was quality, then mm. they would have better buttons. I don't know. All right. Let me do one of these. Okay. Um, Here we go. My daughter attends a public kindergarten located in a suburb of a large metropolis in the south. You got all that? You get those coordinates? Somewhere in Alabama. Hmm. <laughs> um, her teacher refers herself as Mrs. Smith. How original. I would much prefer to use the title Ms. and teach my children to do the same. I consider Mrs. and Miss, M-I-S-S, to be outdated and sexist. Regardless of how I address the teacher in notes and emails, Miss Smith or her first name, she consistently refers to herself as Mrs. Smith in her replies. But is she, so she's not married? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't get, that's what I don't get. I brought this in because like I, I, as a kid, I always fuck these up. I always mix them up because like, I Mrs. like. Mrs. means you're married. Why do women have three options? Miss. There's Miss MS and then there's M-I-S-S. So there's Ms. And then M-R-S-S. Ms. Miss. So Ms. would be Mrs. like my mom who has her made a name but is married Ms. Inch so she's not Mrs. Heb or she's not Mrs. Inch she's Ms. Inch but you can also be Mrs. and then your original last name right no so if you keep your last name you refer to yourself as Ms. yep I thought it's just if you're married you just become Mrs. for anything nope because it doesn't are you sure yep I don't know because if I was Mrs. Heb people would be like oh you like your husband is Mr. Heb I'd be like Mr. Heb's my dad and they'd be like what you married your dad (laughs) I guess that's how it works. Do you know my drunk alter ego um, I discovered is Mr. Heb? What do you mean? Like when I get drunk, the person I become is Mr. Heb. Like your dad? I don't become my dad. I just become some man named Mr. Heb, I think. Mm. You know, like Beyonce is like Sasha Fierce when she performs. I'm Mr. Heb when I drink. How should I refer to this teacher? 
can I continue to call her Miss when talking about her with my daughter? Is it rude to call her Miss either to her or in discussions about her? Can you go back and tell me like what her issue is with this? Because this is such a non-issue. Like what the fuck? She's so bored. Um, she. What does it say? I consider Mrs. and Ms. to be outdated and sexist. Is it outdated? Mrs. and Ms. What? What do you want to call her? Like Sherry? Like I don't understand. <laughs> um, let's see. Mrs. and Miss. I guess. When she has made her own preference clear by example, she has not directly asked me to do otherwise. If it is relevant, she is only a couple years out of school and just got married. I get the impression she's proud of her newly acquired last name and honorific. Signed, Ms. Mom. You need to call people what they want to be called. It's not hard. If you want it to be called... G-Money. No, that's the one exception. Mm -hmm. If you want it to be called... Gatorade. <laughs> Mrs. Gatorade. Didn't she used to stand up? Didn't she used to be funnier than this? I was never funnier than this. Um, here's my thing. I saw a great video on Instagram recently where it's a kid walking around his school filming his teacher's reactions and he calls them by their first names. It's very funny. That is funny. It was fucking hilarious because like their reactions were outrageous. What'd they do? Andrew, like all the like, like very taken aback by it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we should be calling teachers by their first names. Cause like, here's the thing: you go, sir, yes, sir, right in the military. You know, you go home, you call your parents, mom and dad, right? Yeah. This, it's only when you get into like weirdly, I don't know. I don't like. You I don't shouldn't think have I'd call anybody Mister something. Yeah. Why the Why the fuck should you have to be like, oh, Mister Simpson, oh, Mister L. Uh, Mrs. Gregory, like, I should be calling you Janet. Janet, I need help. You know? I don't like this idea that, Imagine like... if someone called you Mr. Belichick. I would knock them out. I'd be like, you call me by my... That's my great-great-grandpa's name, okay? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems... that's It's such a formal thing for such an informal setting. You know, when people call me Miss Heb, it feels very, like, degrading almost. Yeah, right. <laughs> it feels like... Miss Heb, I'm like, fuck you. You're supposed to, like... It's Mr. Heb. I feel like you're going to, like, slap a kid's hand with a ruler if you call them, like, Mr. or Miss, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, no, there's Miss Heb. She's a real bitch, you know? They wouldn't be wrong. Exactly. I say, call them by the first names. Let's all get on a, on a more friendly thing, you know? Little... It's 2019. Yeah. We should all be cash. We should all be buds. But you can Weed's never go. Legal. You can never go wrong with a mister, though. That's what I love about it. Dear Miss Mom, call her what she wants to be called, which is obviously Mrs. Smith. I sympathize with you. I am married, but did not change my last name, and I am Miss Hallbrook in my classroom. Many students assume Ms. is the same as Miss, so every year I explain what Miss means when I, and why I use it. At the same time, people's names are important to them. Disregarding her preferred name probably is not feel like respect to Mrs. Smith. Talk about names with your daughter. Explain why you prefer Miss, but dislike Miss. This is going to be killer. And also, explain to your child that you should respect what people want to be called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just call them. Call them whatever gets me out of class faster. <laughs> it's a fucking hellhole you have to stay in for eight hours a day and that they have to deal with this bullshit amongst the, the parents and stuff. Oh, I know. Jeez, they have no idea what these kids are going through in those classes, man. It's so fucking boring in there. Man, my friend's brother is teaching at a private school, and he's like, it's great, except for the parents. Bro, I 
I would be terrified if I was a teacher because back in the day, you get a call from the teacher. You're like, oh, the fuck did you do wrong? What the fuck did you do in school today? Now the parents are calling the teachers. What did you do in school today? What did you did you put them on timeout? Why are parents so wienery? One one was like, apparently said to him, she was like, my son isn't doing well, and I think he needs extra help. And my friend who's the teacher was like, um, well, I offer extra help every morning, and he's yeah, more right. than welcome to come in. And she goes, yeah, well, Billy's not really a morning person. Oh, I'm I'd be s- like, get the fuck out of bed, Billy. Like, I'm so glad you said that, because it's like, same thing with fucking university kids, where it's like, well, I have office hours. <sighs> I've spin class then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just go to office hours. Make time for it. These people aren't here to serve you on hand and foot 24 hours a week. Oh, you're such a responsible young man. Do you know what helicopter parents are? Yeah. It's the idea that we should just throw all parents up into a fucking helicopter. <laughs> if you feel strongly enough, you would bring this up with Mrs. Smith. But it might come off as patronizing, and I doubt very much that she would change her title afterward. And please, please don't call a teacher by his or her first name unless explicitly invited to do so. You probably won't... <laughs> you probably wouldn't refer to your dentist by her first name. Show teachers the same professional courtesy. Sign, Ms. Hallbrook Slate. Fuck that. I call my dentist whatever I want. I'm paying them. So much money. Oh, dude. I I want your middle name. I'll call you by your middle name, you know? Francis? I was at the dentist the other week, actually. Good for Uh, you. First time in like a year and a half. Not bad. No cavities, bruh. Hey. Um, And I forgot to ask them something because like I was there and I'm like, all right. Because like I don't know if professions have to take the history of their professions because I was going to ask them some history dental questions. That's a fun idea. Because think about it. Like, bro, how much did you spend for your PhD to like... And no one ever asks you about the invention of dentistry. There's 32 teeth and you do the same thing to each and every tooth. You can learn that in a week and a half. I want to (laughs) know. I was going to ask them like, did people just have permanently fucked up teeth beyond 100 years ago? Like, did absolutely no one have regular teeth? Like wooden teeth. According to like dentists, you go a week without brushing and they're going to fall out. You don't floss, you're going to look like a goddamn troll. This whole like, you have to go get them cleaned every six months is utter bullshit. I asked them that. I said, because they wanted to give me x-rays and I'm like, I don't want, how to know to get x-rays? Because it feels like every time I go, you're giving me x-rays just to like get $300, $200 out of my fucking pocket, Mm -hmm. you know? And she's like, well, you should do them like once a year, once a year so you can like track your cavities and stuff. But like, man, just check with your fucking eyeballs. It feels like I never got x-rays back in the day. And then all of a sudden I get x-rays every time I go now. Teeth are like in your head and like, you know, when there's something wrong with them. Yeah. I'll tell you when I feel something's messed up. It's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. here's what I feel like dentistry should be like. You should have a family dentist where if you're one of those like, you know, whack job families, it's like you go every month, go every six months, go whatever the fuck you want, you know, like a family dentist. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people like you and I who are like. We'll go when we feel an ailment. We'll go when we feel like we're... We're not proactive healthcare. Yeah. Cares. Like if my knee hurts, I'll wait like two weeks before being like, okay, I should probably check this yeah, out. you're pretty bad at that. How do we get here? I don't know. Mrs. Smith. Calling your dentist. Oh, right. Yeah, call them whatever you want. Um, Let me do another musing. Okay. This is fun. Not for me. <laughs> um, What's your favorite flavor of chip? Ooh. I know you don't eat chips anymore. But all dressed. Easy. Okay. What is all dressed? If you had to like fill a bowl with the ingredients for all dressed, what would I it taste like? I think it's like ketchup, 
chip flavoring, barbecue flavoring, salt and vinegar flavoring. It does and taste that, like that, doesn't it? That's what it? it means. Oh, is that what it means? And did you know it's only it's a Canadian thing? Oh yeah, I knew that. I knew it because um that that and ketchup chips. Yeah. Hoffman and I also were talking about this with Fortnite people last I've night. I've had ketchup chips since I, like since 1998. God, those, those used are to good. be my favorite. I used to oh. eat ketchup sandwiches. The 90s were fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> eat a ketchup sandwich. Go what play some. What is pogs. in a ketchup sandwich? Fucking Dempsters and ketchup, baby. Chips. Oh no, Dempster's bread. It's just ketchup and bread. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like um I don't like ketchup chips. I don't like salt and vinegar chips. Um, sour cream and onion? So that's my favorite. Dill and, pickle? Uh, yeah. But here's the thing though. You don't like salt and vinegar? Miss Vicky salt and vinegar. I could yeah. eat them until my mouth is I hate like, that shit. Okay. Oh, it's so good. But what, I, what I've written down here is that um salt sour cream and onion isn't a flavor. Who eats that? Because what is it? It's a Yo, bowl like, of onions and sour cream. When when do you ever eat that? Do you like know what's a, really good? Like a like a like a like a chip dip. Like a plain yeah, chip like the, like the ruffles, a, like onion yeah, dip, like, like French Christmas onion soup dip with or something. Diet Coke at Christmas. Yeah, my mom always got chips and dip at Christmas. What? Okay, I guess like a like a Christmas parties and like holiday oh, yeah, party, yeah, yeah. not like Christmas Day. Probably Christmas, Christmas dinner. Day. Kids, come down the stairs. Oh my god, it's ruffles. Santa filled our boots with sour cream and onion dip. <laughs> our boots. That's what we do with um, Serbian Christmas, or it was like Saint Nicholas Day. You leave your boots outside in the cold. They're filled with candy the next morning. And one syringe. <laughs> um, my brother, who is turning 30 this year, has started to date an 18-year-old. Ooh. Yeah, dude, get it! That's going to be me. 18. It's weird because like, I watch a weird amount of like Hanson versus Predator and Catch a Predator. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because... <laughs> I'm glad you admit it's a weird amount. At the beginning of the series, they would go after people who were like... 22 and it's still all fucked up it's still really fucked up you know but there's something just but they're like probably not dating 18 year olds they're probably looking at like 13 year olds yeah yeah so that's with this it's like you because i then later on in the series to go after the older people right and when you look at something like this it's like you must have known them when they were 17 which is illegal maybe not though they, maybe she's on a dating app what's that word like- called um Statutory rape. No, where you're like, you look after a kid until they're like of legal age. There's like a word for it where it's like pruning, prouning. What? Oh God, this is going to kill me. It's like. It's killing the audience. I know, right? Fuck, I'll remember it later. Um, But yeah, 30 years old, 18. Let's find out. Tell us more. Uh, I really want to find out what that fucking word is, though. Ugh. Whatever. Is I wholeheartedly oh. disapprove of this relationship. It's not that I think it's inappropriate for him to be dating someone younger than him, but I find it predatory that he would entertain being in a relationship with someone who is basically still a child. Maybe they're in love. Maybe. Here's... And then in brackets, I mean, he hangs out in her freshman dorm room. <laughs> He's very defensive about her age, and the few times I brought it up with him, and now shuts down any conversations about it. Um, Grooming, that's the word. They groom the kids until they're of age, and then they fucking strike. Ew. Have you seen that graph of Leonardo DiCaprio's ex? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't date anyone older than twenty-five. They get younger as he gets older. Well, the, the graph was like he just gets older, and the graph with the girls is like eighteen to twenty-five, <laughs> then eighteen to twenty-five, then uh, eighteen to twenty-one, then eighteen to twenty-five. Whatever. Hey, man. 
I date Leonardo Dude's DiCaprio. saving the planet on his private yacht, bro. And he's hot as hell, even though he's old and fat now. Um, he will always be Romeo in that. Baz that's a good movie. Oh, he's so hot in that. Baz Luhrmann, what's his name? Baz, Baz Luhrmann. See, I'm learning something. Some additional backstory. My brother was recently in an abusive relationship that lasted a little over four years, which ended with me flying to him and calling a mobile crisis unit to get him out of there. He was in an abusive relationship and he was the one being abused? What's the mobile crisis unit number? <laughs> what is that? I would hmm. We should have that number. I feel two I people are more likely to get in some sort of mobile crisis, it would be us. I feel like if I ask Google for it, it'll be like sending it to you right now because you need it. Where is your Google thing? Uh, I keep thinking it's that. It's covered up in my blankets. I, I had my window open. I was blasting that music earlier. No, why do you sleep with your Google home? Right next to me? Like in your. Hey, room. Google! Tell me a joke? What? It's pretty good. Um, I want to give him Okay let me just read that So just say, My brother was recently in an abusive relationship Which ended with him flying to me Mobile crisis unit Yeah Hmm Isn't Aren't all crisis units mobile? I would hope so Hi we're the crisis unit Only if you're at Ikea <laughs> What? <laughs> you have to come to us We take the bus <laughs> Ooh there's an Uber surge right now <laughs> We'll be there in an hour and 30 minutes $38 to get to you I want to give him some leeway since I know he recently got out of a terrible situation, but I just can't find any silver lining in him dating someone this young. Simil I just want to know more about this abusive relationship. Was she just like, what was she doing? My brother was recently poisoning him slowly. Some people do that, dude. His I've read about that. You you put more and more poison until they feel so weak and ill and then they become attached to you because you're like helping them get through the sickness. And they become so attached to you. I feel like Hoffman would do that to you. Oh, without a doubt. More soup, Goyan. And you'd be like, oh, I'm so weak. <laughs> Feed it to me, Hoffman. <laughs> With your uncircumcised cock. I want to give him some leeway since I recently got out. Similar to his previous relationship, no one in my family approves. But also no one knows how to confront him about it. I don't want to push him away now that our relationship is a much... Stop cock blocking your brother. Yeah, right? The dude's finally getting some sweet, sweet ass... And you're like, uh, I don't think that's the right thing to do, okay? Dude's yeah. probably a legend at that dorm room. <laughs> he comes in with a fucking two four under his arms, He's man. Definitely a legend at the office. Hell yeah. Dude, that Do man I is worshipped everywhere he goes. He goes to the dorms, hero. He goes to the office, hero. He goes home. He's too young. Get out of here. Get out of here. Your wife's 40 years older than you. Get out of here. How's that any fair? Um, He's is been it, through trauma. He's helping her with her fucking calculus, dude. That is noble. Is it wrong for me to keep bringing it up with him? Am I supposed to let him figure out his own? Sincerely concerned. Well, he's 30, so yes. Yes, you should. Bring it up to him? No, let him figure it out on his own. Yeah, dude. I was, what if they're in love? 1830. Like, How old was he when she was born? Do the math. 22? No. 12. 22. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. 18. I think if he met, here's the thing too. She can vote. She can buy porn. She can buy smokes. What uh, else is? Well, uh, she can't go to a bar. I was gonna say if, if he met her at a bar. Maybe they're in Montreal. Cause some 18 year olds. Maybe they're in Alberta. Look like way older. Way, yeah. way, way older. You know what I'm talking about. I do. It's, it's sad, but it's true. You know, 
Ugh. You know a music festival where it's like all ages? Fucking disaster zones, man. Keep your hands to yourself, G-Money. I, I heard a story or two, man. <laughs> you go to a music festival, you make out with someone. How old are you? 15? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the the 16 plus pass. How was I supposed to know? It was an Ariana Grande concert. <laughs> Her new album's amazing. <laughs> Oh my god. They should do a thing where it's like all access, but like if you're 18 or older, go to one side of the stage and everyone else go on the other side of the stage. All right. I think anyone who's even who's even passingly familiar with me and my whole deal would be able to confidently guess that I dated a lot of older men when I was in my late teens and early 20s. Who is this? I don't know. This is the outline. It's a new website. I love how she's like, yeah, you know me. Dated a bunch of older men when I was younger. Of course, at the time, I thought it was a sign of my stunning wit and advanced intellect that men with prostate concerns wanted to be in a relationship with me. (laughs) Advanced intellect. If you are ever dating someone that considers himself an advanced intellect, make it last as long as possible. What if I started dating like a really old guy and kept started bringing him around? Probably better than dating a really young guy. If you date someone who's 18, I'd be like... "Eh." 10 years younger than me. Whack. We go to the dorms, dude. Pittman Hall parties. Yeah. Um, is there a double standard? You never here's the, you never hear of women doing this. Yeah, because women don't want 18-year-old <laughs> boys. Why not? <laughs> I don't even want to date anyone in their 20s anymore. Yeah, that's true. Man, 18. Mm, that's young. It's a while ago for me now. <laughs> How old are you going to be this year? 25. You're only 24. Yeah. Woof. Um, (laughs) I thought it was a sign of my stunning... Oh, stunning intellect. And while I maintained my wit was stunning and my intellect advanced, I must concede it had much more to do with my perky tits. (laughs) That's funny. I love she's like, I thought it was because they thought I was really smart, but I also have really big tits. My ass that won't quit. <laughs> Were all these men predators? No. My college professor certainly was. But in addition to the age gap, he was leveraging a built-in power dynamic to his advantage. And of course, there are many young women out there perfectly capable of making their own sexual decisions who are ill-served by the infantilizing desire to protect their virtue. But as you correctly point out, your brother's new girlfriend is quite literally barely legal. I'm completely comfortable making a blanket rule against 30-year-olds dating teenagers. No exceptions. She is a teenager. The teen is still in her name. I'm sure that conversation will go over great with her. I say still don't bring it up. Because like, here's the thing. Just give it six months. They'll probably break up. But if not... She's for sure going to break older. up with You know? No. She'll be 19 soon. Then 20. Then too old. And he won't want her anymore. (laughs) Back to 18. And he'll be 33 dating an 18-year-old. Maybe he's Benjamin Buttoning, right? Yeah. That would still make him like 30, though. Um, Let's see. I think you should continue to talk to him about this, but I would avoid broaching the topic from the position of firm ethical disapproval. Few people react well. Don't call him a pervert. (laughs) Could you uh, have a seat right here? Have a seat right here. That's a line from Hens versus Predator. What 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 are you what are you, what, what are you doing here? I was meeting I was meeting Stacy and she, she, uh. the the part of the show where it's like, did you bring any condoms here tonight? Just one. 
<laughs> but I didn't plan on using it. I always carry it. That's they always carry it. That's such a weird thing to say. Yeah. Always carry. I don't. I've never been the type of guy that like has a condom in my wallet. I know a lot of guys do that where it's like, I mean, I guess I don't know a lot because no one's told me, but like, that's a thing, right? Where they're like, oh, don't put the condom in your wallet because it gets hot and then just like makes it like ineffective. And I'm like, who's keeping condoms in their wallet? Um, My old roommate used my purse before I moved away. Yeah. And when I got it to wherever I was going, I like put my wallet in it. And then as I was taking it out, a bunch of condoms came flying out of the purse. People were like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, my roommate. Mile High Club, bitch. <laughs> what brand? Uh, they were cu- they were flavored. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a condom blowjob. Hot, right? Oh, my God. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. We'll do another one. Uh, Can we finish that one? I'm sorry. That whole thing just threw me way the fuck off. Um, There we go. Um, So perhaps a relationship can view... can So perhaps a relationship he can view as a bit of harmless fun seems safe to him for now. What is not acceptable is taking comfort in someone who is pliable, someone who is not yet a fully formed person able to articulate her needs or desires, but they can decide what career they want for the rest of their life, you know? Real fair. Real fair. You can you can decide what hellhole you want to surround yourself in until you retire. But person you're infatuated with, you're not smart enough for that yet. True. I think everyone should have their career choice at thirty. That's probably pretty right. Pretty fair. Advice. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Fuck whoever you want before thirty. Do any job you want before thirty. And then I when say fuck comes, anyone you want after thirty too. <laughs> I want to be like the giver, where everyone has assigned roles. You know. Um, if you can get him to open up about what precisely he is getting it from this arrangement. Don't stick your nose into things. Hey, uh, Billy. Let what? him make his own mistakes. You're his sister. Could you imagine if your brother was like, Hey, Corian, uh, don't date that girl. He, if he asked me, what am I getting out of this arrangement? You'd be like. A high five from him better be <laughs> the fucking answer. Um, you don't need. You don't need, you don't specify how recently his abuse relationship ended, but I think it's quite reasonable to let him know you have some concerns about how it may still be affecting his judgment. He probably just wants to talk to someone that's like calm and chill about things, man. Like imagine you just went through some abusive thing with someone that was like near your age. 18 year old has no baggage. I say it's all about how he met her. That's what I'm saying. How do you meet her? Do you think? That's what I'm thinking. Playground. (laughs) She had her kid there. Now it's okay. <laughs> Suddenly, it's fine. <laughs> Suddenly, he's a hero. <laughs> I've taken the single mother under my wing. I am standing ovation from the her family. There's school. <laughs> I'm getting her lower back tattoo removed for her. That shit is expensive. That's a good idea. Just get her pregnant. That is a terrible yeah, idea. Yeah, that's probably a bad idea. Um Failing that, you can probably still rely on one bedrock truth. While the ca- while the concept of older men dating much younger women is only sometimes unethical... Maybe they're both virgins. Four years? Maybe that's why his girlfriend was so crazy before. Maybe. Always assume everyone's a virgin. That's my life motto. Ugh. Ugh never mind. <laughs> um, Makes everyone super creepy all of a sudden. <laughs> 
let's play a game where we go out in the world and just look at people and go, he's a virgin. But it's like for innocuous things. Like if someone, some person's like, hey, can you get that cereal off the top shelf for him? I'm like, let me take a second. They're a virgin. They might need you. Know, you I'll, they'll do it for you. Yeah, you know <laughs> let me show you how it's done. <laughs> you just put your arm up there and you grab it. I can guarantee you some of her friends have very funny nicknames for your brother. One or two times being asked if she's seen Manhattan. And Predator. She, pervert. Yeah. And she will invariably realize that rather than continue to date him, she can just get a fake ID and buy her own booze. Love a fuck up. That was an insult. The claws were out with that one. I think they're just jealous. I think she's like, well, I did it. Stop. But no one else should. You got another one? You have amusing? What do you got? I don't know. You're not bringing anything to the table, really. I'm bringing a lot. I have a lot of good advice, okay? I'm giving sage advice. I'm bringing some humor. I'm bringing the chemistry. What do you think that it's been over a year now that we've been doing this? I think it's kind of great. I'm glad you kept it up. I'm glad it lives on. I'm very yeah. proud of you. And I'm sorry that I left. Well, you got to do a lot more than that to... Uh... We had some pretty good guests on when you were gone. We did. Connor was great. Everyone was great. Everyone was But we'll talk great. about who was actually great after the podcast ends, though. Okay. Matt Hoffman was fine. Has he sent in his bit yet? Has he done anything? Where's my phone? I don't know. No. Oh, uh, no, nothing from the Hoffs, at least to me. Oh, man. Also, R.I.P. James, man. James Hollisfield. He, uh, he didn't die, by the way. Don't he he Ugh, lost just... his streak. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> that could be amusing. Wedding proposals. I hate wedding proposals. <laughs> Have you ever seen someone propose in real life? No, I would I'd cringe. I'd love to. I would cringe. Ugh. How do you want to get proposed to? Not at all. No? In secret, in private. In private? Yeah. I in a dark room while you're fucking with all the lights off. I love you. I love you. Marry me. I take it back. Um. Oh, I just think I would be so embarrassed. I don't mm. like all. Like I don't like that kind of attention. You're going to a wedding. I'm in a wedding. I'm a bridesmaid. What's the What's the role of the bridesmaids? I've never seen the movie. You have to. You have to buy a dress that you will only ever wear that one time. Do they reimburse you? Nope. Do you send them like a bill or something? I wish. I think that like don't have a okay no I'm not gonna, what if they listen? Well here's the thing you can always say no to being the bridesmaid right? No you can't. You can't, <laughs> you can't say no to that. You can always say no Robin. You can't. If your friend of like 15 years is like I'm getting married yeah. it's very important to me that I'm getting married and the wedding is going to be very special to me and I would be honored if you stood next to me when yeah. I did it. The thing is, is that she has a lot of bridesmaids. And I'm like, if there were like three, I'd feel special. How many are there? Nine? Eight? There's not nine. There might be six. Here's my quabble. Here's my scruple. Do you just stand for the whole wedding? Yeah, but weddings aren't that long. How long are weddings? Because I feel like they always were so much longer in my head as a kid. Yeah, because... Well, they do feel long when you're an adult, too, but yeah. they're like less than a half hour. Okay, that's not too bad. No. Do you get to like say anything in the wedding or like... I don't think I'm being invited to say anything. You should, regardless. I know, I should. I should be like, clink, clink, clink. Well, that's the whole point. Like, man, I can't wait to start getting to invi invited to weddings because like, I'm going to be the toast man whether you want me to or not. God damn, I'm going to stand... I've known them 
longer than they've known each other. 20 you know? years from now, all of Gorian's friends are married and he's sitting here vaping going, I can't wait till one day I get invited to a wedding. You know what I'm worried about? What? All my friends will probably want me to be their best man. Like, I probably have like 30 best man roles I have to fill. And it's like, I feel like I'll get like burnt out after the first 20. I don't think you're going to be asked that. Do you have another one? Do you want me to get another advice column? Okay, yeah, sure. But first. Uh-huh. You have to kill some time while I open this up. All right. Um, I feel like I'd like to get proposed to at a baseball game because it's wholesome <laughs> And they'll probably give you a free hot dog, and that shit costs like $20 when you go to like a baseball game. A girl will have to propose to you. Like, yeah. You, they no, should. You're, you're, no, they shouldn't. That's another thing. Like, the whole calling people miss and miss and misses. It's going to be a whole thing now where it's like women are going to start to be able to propose, and guys are going to be fucked, dude. If women start being able to propose to men, we're going to lose a society. All these men are going to be trapped into these, like, I feel like the divorce rate is going to go way the fuck up. Don't you? Uh, I think marriage is going to go down. <laughs> really? Yeah, marriage rate. I feel like so many people are going to get married after knowing each other for only like a handful of months. Why, though? Because they can't say no. What? Yeah. It's like being a, a bridesmaid. Is that all you brought in for this week? I brought in two... But we normally only did two. I'm so used to you being like, shut up. Ready? Shut up. <laughs> My husband and I tend to be very neat and clean. My four-year-old son is the same. His toys must be organized, his room clean, his clothes spotless, and his body clean. Rain Man. Matt Hoffman. Yeah. It's one of the same. No dirt on his hands or messy foods without a bath. Messy foods without a bath. You're eating those chicken wings you're doing in a fucking tub. <laughs> Baths. I took a bath maybe like a month and a half ago. Oh, gross. It's, I get why people. Did you hose the bathroom down? I should have hosed me down. I get in there and there's like hairs floating up and all sorts of things. Clean the tub before you get in it. Puddles of oil just like going to the top. Like I can see streaks, like like when you see gasoline in the street. When was the last time you took a bath? long time ago we got to come up with the next bath bomb because like those weren't a thing i feel like until like five years ago you mean like we need to start the latest trend in bath culture we, we need to yeah we got to figure out something they can do while you're showering because no one people the baths have been ruined by candles bath bombs and wine we need to corner the market on showers what can be fun about a shower jerking off <sighs> it's actually really bad in the shower no, not singing. I'm thinking some sort of like you put it on your shower head and it's like Kool-Aid or something like the packets of Kool-Aid and you uh, can just like you like get dyed purple. Yeah. You remember when people used to dye their hair? You ever see an engineer that dyed themselves purple? What? You don't know that? Like engineers that go to like Queens or U of T. They have a I forget why it's purple. Some chemical reason, I assume. But like they dye their leather jackets purple and then they dye themselves like like straight up purple like a dark like um Why? what's your face from i don't know good it's like being in a like a fraternity or like a cult or something you know we didn't have i was so jealous it's when fun, i was in school like being in a cult hey you, you know what it's a group of people that come together sounds like fun you, you get a leather jacket out of it are you lonely just read the freaking question bro <laughs> Our concern is that our seven-year-old daughter, who is close to genius IQ, but is often absent. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Are, is was this sent in by Einstein's mom? Okay, so they have a four-year-old who's really clean. Yeah. And then a seven-year-old daughter who's close to genius IQ but often absent-minded. She has no problem living with a mess. Disorganized room, messy face, clothes, or whatever. Stop reading to me the fucking log line for young Sheldon over here, dude. <laughs> we have to continually remind her to pull her hair back to keep it out of her food. <laughs> <That laughs> she starts like me. chomping through food. <laughs> like, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> um, That's a big concern with people with long hair, man. Yeah, it's it just you, gets everywhere. It does. I think everyone should be bald. You're not bald. No, but like if 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 there was a rule out tomorrow, I'd be like, yeah, I'm okay with that. That's a plane with like uh, those water skis on the bottom. I can't see anything. It flew by. Okay. Um, Do you well, have ADHD? What? Yeah, I think maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Because you're not clean. You're right. I showered at the gym today. How was that? Mm. You think the women's shower is probably cleaner than men's, right? Nah, I don't know. Well, women have more hair. Is it like in prison where it's just like the faucet's coming out of the whole, like the wall and it's just like one big wall? Or are there like dividers? Yeah, it's like private showers, yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, man, it was pretty nice. All right, read the what is this, shower <laughs> talk. <laughs> um... We have to remind her to shut doors behind her to to pick up her trash. We also have to observe how she brushes her teeth, buying plaque tablets and timers to help. Monitor how she cleans herself plaque in the tablets. tub. Timers? Often making her redo it two to three times. <laughs> have her change her clothes throughout the day due to spilled food and slobber. Maybe they have a dog. Slobber? Maybe she has uh She's a genius, but she's like... Uh, all the drool. Maybe she's got um. What's the thing dogs get when they all foam up at the mouth? Rabies. Maybe she has rabies and they just haven't realized yet. It's like the office when they do that run for rabies. <laughs> um. Aside from reminding her, showing her how to clean herself and make her redo the cleaning. Do you have any suggestions on teaching her proper hygiene routines? We do not want her. We do not want to let her grow up without the knowledge and habit of cleaning herself properly, especially once she hits puberty, exclamation mark. Being a parent sounds terrible. Her younger brother is great at picking up behind himself, washing his hands, not spilling his food and the like. But I have a feeling her younger brother is probably a dimwit. I've already lost track of how many kids they have. Just three, two. Two. Older, genius, slobber. Yes. Tiny, clean, dumbo. Sounds like kid number three is going to be the best of both worlds. Or the worst. Um, at what age do you think parents should stop like showering and bathing with their kids? Because I can't remember what age that happened with me. I can't remember either. And now I'm afraid to think about it. Pre... 15? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like uh, just before 10? puberty. Yeah, like 10, 10 11. By 10, when do they start pooping by themselves? Six? Well, like four. Four? Okay. Six. Man, I don't know. You're in school by five. If your kid can't shit by himself and you send him to school, you're a bad person. That's true. You're hey, it's sh- scary pooping at school though, man. I've But it's like weirdly over time, it gets more and more like... Freeing. I hold it till I get to school just to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've had friends. My friend Nicola, he like refused... To go to the bathroom at school. Ever. Yeah, I never did. Ever. He's like, oh, my stomach hurts so much. I'm like, go. Take a shit. Doesn't do it. Yeah, take it. Shit her off the pot, bro. 
taking a poop at school would be awful. Again, we, I don't know if you listened to it, but we had uh, the the secret bathrooms musing where there's always one really good bathroom somewhere oh, on yeah, campus. Oh, yeah, I did hear that yeah. one. Okay. You want to know the answer? Yeah. Each of your children is an individual with different temperaments, temperaments, interests, and preferences. Different peppermints? <laughs> Part of your job as a parent is to accept those differences and not value some more highly than others. Your daughter seems to be a typical seven-year-old needing to be reminded sometimes to pick up her toys or change her soiled clothes. Ew, what an Mm. awful word. (laughs) Pick up your soiled clothes. That to me is like you've shit your pants and you've left the shit pants on the floor. It probably came from like hunters and gatherers. Like the gatherers would have like soil, soil. on their clothes, you know. But now they talk about it like you've pooped. <laughs> but like poop is like soil. Like you, you, if you're like a, a, if a, a full-time gardener and you come home, you're like, honey, I've soiled myself, you know. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that joke never gets old. This problem seems to be that you, your husband, and your son have one style and your daughter has another. The more you push her to keep herself and her belongings spotless, the more likely it is that she will rebel as she gets older. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, You might want to observe or talk to other families to find out how they encourage self-care tasks. Another strategy is to ask your daughter what would help her remember to change her socks and underwear each day or put away her toys. The more control she feels she has over her habits the stronger they are likely to become think about what compromise might look like she becomes a bit neater and you and your husband become a bit more flexible that's really good advice make her make her have ownership over it i don't think i'm ready for kids bro i don't think i can do it yet you absolutely cannot without a doubt you cannot uh let's see what i got amusing thing at this is a long one the reunion episode yeah did you miss me I don't know, man. Well, how long are you gone for? Six months, you said? Yeah. You know fast time is Seven passing for me now? It's crazy. It's only going to get fast. I think I'm blinking. I'm like, whoa, it's June? It is June. I think I still got underneath that wanted poster. It's uh, February's calendar. I don't see a calendar. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like underneath it, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's, here's another one. Okay. When I was at Getwell. Uh, we ordered a pizza from North of Brooklyn Pizza. Yum. Tight, right? Yeah. Amazing. It's a really good pizza. And when the woman's like, come back in 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, tight. I come back after 15 minutes. She's not there. Uh-oh. I think it's one person working there. Uh, I wait like three, four minutes. And then I realize there's a bell to ring. Oh. And I ding the bell. Fun. Feels weird. Yeah. Feels like, I don't know. I feel like bells are only for like hotels. When else would you ring a like bell? Like a haunted hotel. <laughs> bing, bing. <laughs> At echoes. Yeah, you know, or like someone just shows up like, oh, I heard the bell ring. You're like, I didn't ring the bell. But there I ring it once and it's like a very weak bell, you know, and it's a loud bar. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, do I ring it again? Because there's that. nothing worse. It's the same as a doorbell. You're yeah. like, did that work? Like you ring it once and then like, because if you're on either side, if you're inside and you ring it, you're coming down the stairs and you hear it again I'm coming I'm coming you know I don't want to have that interaction with this person so I ring it once and I wait like 45 seconds and I see some movement and then she comes out and gives us the pizza and I was like alright one one, one ding that's all you need that'll do yeah that was amusing yeah I I miss you sitting over here I have it written down my neck hurts (laughs) this is weird I mean you you can like 
Should angle I? yourself. Ugh. Man spread. Jesus. Um, all right, I got another one. Here's a Dear Abby, the OG shit right here. Ooh. All right. Dear Abby, I've been dating my boyfriend for two years. He is 10 years older in his mid-40s. So, so she's, she's 35. He's 45. Okay. And she's 18. Hello. He's 28. He is wonderful, kind, smart, and treats me well. There's only one issue. Mm, there always is. He still lives with his ex-girlfriend from 10 years ago. <laughs> she and I do not get along. No shit. She infringes on my time with him, has him run her errands, <laughs> drive her around, etc. When I am at his bracket, their house. He also ends up, he also ends calls with me late at night they to talk to her. They live in one bedroom. <laughs> I don't think it's one bedroom. It was a joke. No, funny, funny, funny. Uh, he also ends calls with me at night to talk with her, and his texts abruptly stop. Later, I'll find out she was in his bedroom talking slash venting to him about her current boyfriend or some other subject. She recently put in an offer to buy a house that was accepted. After she moves out of the house they are renting, he plans to remain there and would like me to move in with him. But here's the catch. He says... He'll be going over to her new house to mow the lawn, rake the leaves, take care of the car, etc. He says he runs these errands for her because she pays him. I have told him how much it bothers me. What a loser. I feel he is placing her above me. Am I crazy for being upset over this? Signed, second best in Virginia. You should be upset that your boyfriend's a little bitch. That's a little uh, beta cuckboy status over there. Your ex- (laughs) Darling, go pick up my dry cleaning. Here's $20. Get yourself something pretty. Yeah, I feel like she's paying him like under minimum wage. Now I'm thinking, I'm like, when I went through my breakup, did I have to move out? What do you mean? Like how some people just like live in their... I could have just stayed there. Could have saved a lot of money on rent. Oh, that was thing, a nice apartment. They got to evict you from that stuff, you know? My name was on the lease. <laughs> then you have to pay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Exes. It's a lot. It's uh, living with them, too. That's the crazy part. Because I, I assume... I assume they didn't live together and then break up and continued living. Is that what it sounds like? That's what it sounds like. <sighs> How dumb is that? I I remember when I was in school, there was a guy that like broke up with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and then like they had to go like they lived together, you know, mm-hmm. and they had to sleep in the same bed every night. Why didn't they move out? I don't know. Well, I did it was that. Just one, it was just one of those things, though, where it's like, man. That sucks. And then it just becomes a thing where it's like, I guess they'll just never move out. I don't know. Where I want to meet someone with this kind of relationship. I would love to meet this guy who runs errands for his ex and be like, man to man, just one on one real quick. Why do you do this? Like, be honest with me. Like, be real with me. I'm going Dr. Phil on this guy's ass. He's probably going to be like, I'm a bit of a bitch. <laughs> I just love to help. I just very helpful person. <laughs> All right. Um, Dear second best, you're not crazy. Unless your boyfriend is hard up for money, it appears there may be more to this relationship while his ex-girlfriend than he has revealed to you. If he was disconnected from her emotionally and possibly sexually, he wouldn't cut your conversation short or hide the fact that he is texting you. Unless, you know what? Even if I wasn't dating this person, I'd be pretty pissed that he's doing this with his ex. Like, Like, bro, what the fuck? We, We were talking last night and you hung up on me. 
yeah, well, I had to go, you know, she was talking Sheila. to me about, you know, Stranger Things season three. <laughs> what? That's not even out yet. Yeah. Um, unless he rearranges his priorities, you should not only move in with him, you should find a boyfriend with whom you're number one. That's true. Abby lays it down for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yep. You should email her your number. You want to do another one? Yeah. Let's do it. Of me? No, do yours. No, yours are... Mine are nonsense. My kid is acting like a kid. I work in an office in tight quarters of a two-story 19th century building. (laughs) Very specific. Very specific. 19th century building. So you live in like a hut. The 1800s. They didn't have buildings back then. It was all just like... It's like my old house in Halifax. Is it that old? Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Real old. I have a coworker who brushes her teeth daily with the door open in the <laughs> only bathroom on our floor. A few days ago, I recently noticed this person walking around the hallway brushing her teeth before walking back into the bathroom to spit, rinse, and do it again. When did it become accepted behavior to act like this? Or am I just too stuffy or old school to be accepting of this person's personal habits? Signed, R.J. Middlebury, Vermont. You absolutely are old school and stuffy if that's just your name. I think I would be weird out if you brush your teeth at the sink in the bathroom and you don't get out of your room and walk around. Mm. You have to be walking around when you're brushing your teeth. You have to move. I, I, I queue up things on the computer that's two minutes long mm-hmm. just so it's like the monotony of standing there brushing your teeth. Staring at your sad old face. Has it been an hour? Has it been a minute? Has it been a day? I can't tell you. It's the only time of the day you look at yourself in the eyes, too, in the mirror, and you're like, oh, God, I don't like what I'm seeing right now. Uh, like the glimmer is gone. Why am I even brushing my teeth? None of this matters right now. Nothing matters. We're all going to die. <sighs> well, but no cavities, baby. True. That's oh, a God. victory. <sighs> oh, God. One sec. This is so embarrassing for you. You have any other travel musings? I just did so much traveling. Where okay. to begin? <laughs> I'm so worldly now. Let me read this answer. <laughs> uh, so what would you say? You would brush in the hall? Oh, yeah. I'm all about movement. I don't think yeah, it's weird. If, Everybody does it. If this happened to me in the office that I was working at, I'd be like... Good for you, girl. Come on. Like, really? You're going to make a fuss about this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. R.J. Middlebury. Middlebury. Brushing in the hallways is definitely suboptimal. At least it's not a buzzing electric toothbrush, is it? You may definitely ask your coworker to desist in either case. Do you mind not brushing your teeth in the hallway? No one's going to call you a bathroom hog, I swear. Ugh. That bathroom probably is ranked, too, if it's the only one for their floor. I just hate people, you know? Like, why, why does this bother you so much? There are there's so many issues in the world. Mm-hmm. This is not an issue. Like people that shower at work. Oh, that's an issue. That's a big issue. That's something to talk about. They show up in their bike spandex and they go and take a fucking schwitz. How dare you? That's probably why she's doing it, you know? Not to flaunt her grooming like a, clat, like a cat plunking itself down in the middle of your book group to wash its bottom with pride, but to keep <laughs> the restroom free for other people whose needs may be more urgent. That's true. You don't want to take up the whole bathroom just to brush your teeth. And you don't want to be in there if someone rocks in and then, like, has to use the stall or something. One issue is that 
you're brushing your teeth and you walk away and then someone goes in and locks the door and takes a poo and then you're sitting there with a mouthful of toothpaste. You know what I've read? What? You're actually supposed to swallow toothpaste. It's not actually meant to be spat out. That's wrong. I don't know. I'm just making that up. No shit. Uh, I applaud her for brushing her teeth at work. Why are you brushing your teeth at work? That's the question. A midday and after lunch brush. That seems fair. Yeah, why is that? That's probably what it is. Well, I just thought in the morning or something for some reason. Probably not. Hmm. Uh, surely you'd rather have a coworker with nice breath and no spinach on her teeth to awkwardly mime a warning about. And where else can she tend to oral hygiene at work if not the office bathroom? Leaving the door open may seem odd, but again, she's probably doing it to indicate the chamber's kind of occupied status. If you were in a larger build, office sharing a multi-sink bathroom, you'd see coworkers brushing their teeth or fixing makeup. Mm-hmm. Great. You ever watch The Terminal? Yeah. There's that great bit where Tom Hanks is in the men's room shaving, and then there's another guy next to him also shaving. He walks in, and the guy looks over at Tom Hanks, and he's like, "Ever feel like you just live in the airport. That's funny. Fucking great. That's funny. Everyone performs a role at work, dressing and acting the part of the regional branch manager or veterinarian or caterer. Employee-only spaces are warmer and more productive when they feel more like a backstage area where workers can make appropriate adjustments to their costumes and attitudes before going out in the spotlight. Because it's all a show. All right. We done here? Do I have any more? Do you want to read one? I got a good one. You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. All right, we can end on this one. I'm lucky enough to have a job that I don't hate and that pays well. I've had it for about a year. Our office is dog friendly and my boss Christy brings her dog Ricky once or twice a week. Let me start by saying that I've never owned or lived with a dog and my parents are both very allergic. Somehow the genes skip me, I guess. Uh, It's therefore very difficult for me to discern negligence from just mildly inadvisable dog parenting. We frequently work late nights during quarter end and Ricky will only go eight to ten hours without being taken out. I'm the only one in my role and though it was never stated, it became obvious that after I tried to shoo Ricky out of my office once or twice that part of my job was dog sitting Ricky when he's in because having him in her office is distracting for her for the most part I don't mind he's cute and relatively quiet you have th- you have new dogs at your office right now yeah I do what kind of dogs were they do you remember one is a labradoodle really yeah. cute and then one is just kind of like a cute enough to have an Instagram account no he's pretty basic how much money do you think those people make too much you know when you were in L.A., you could have fucking met Popeye the foodie? And Norbert lives in L.A. Yeah, they had a fucking L.A. pup fest when you were there. I know. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm sorry. You know what? They'll probably come to Toronto, though. I'd love to meet Instagram dogs, just because it's like... Yeah. I don't know. Norbert it's, is my hero. Yeah. I love him. Okay. However, Ricky often has accidents by my desk in the late hours because Christy doesn't want to take him out once they get in. I'm tired of him peeing next to me at approximately the stroke of midnight. Whenever it happens, Christy insists that he never pees on the carpet at home and scolds him because he should be able to hold it. I've only had to clean it up twice, but I finally cracked last week and told her that I'd prefer it if she found a way for Ricky to not pee by my desk when he's in. Pee by my desk. I feel that this is a perfectly reasonable request. Further, the various 
That's funny. That is. Further, the various dog people in my life have informed me that her treatment of him in the office, combined with Ricky being at home for 10 plus hours on days she's in the office without him, likely crosses the line of mildly inadvisable dog parenting and that if she'd just take him out more it would probably solve the problem however after i said something she became very upset that i don't want her dog around and has been passive aggressive about it e.g i'd love to bring ricky in thursday but i'd guess you prefer if he'd stay home Mm. do i have to apologize for asking her to keep her dog from peeing by my desk am i being unreasonable i like the dog fine but i'm not a dog sitter i'm an accountant being a dog sitter sounds way better than being an accountant ricky's my dog rex is my husband do you remember that pepto-bismol commercial yep it's good shit um, I'd say this thing is thick. It's a big boy. I'd say this gives you this is free reigns for you to piss anywhere you want in the office. True. On anything on anyone's desk. Office politics are so embarrassing. Right? And it's you, you can never win an office politics disagreement. In the office, it's always going to be there you're the they're the superior. They're always on top. And you have to come up with different ways to get your comeuppance, you know. You got to put in little jabs in the emails, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the ways, you know. Oh, CC me on this, you know. As it's, per your last email. Exactly. And this is just another one of those ways where it's like just to pee all over their things and blame it on Ricky. Fucking Ricky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get like one it. up on the competition, man. Just piss on their shit. Just piss on all their stuff. And they're like, Ricky wasn't in the office last night. <laughs> Or was he? <laughs> no, I think he was. No, he was with us all night. What, you think I pissed all over the office? What? I'll provide a sample to compare it to, but... Uh, that seems a little inappropriate, Highly Rachel. unorthodox. I'm not going to whip out my cock at the workplace right now. All right, what's the answer? No, you do not need to apologize for wanting her dog peeing by your desk. And what Christy is doing is well over the mildly inadvisable dog parenting and is solidly into neglectful and even kind of abusive, mm-hmm. particularly given that she's scolding him for the size of his bladder. It's also pretty solidly in bad coworker and even worse boss territory. First of all, you should not need to be dog-sitting someone else's dog at all. It is not appropriate for her to expect that of you particularly given that you're an accountant not her assistant we get it it would be appropriate it wouldn't be appropriate for most assistants either but there's at least more leeway to get there if you squint whereas there's none in your case if she's bringing him into work she needs to be in charge of supervising him but if he's in your office she at least needs to make sure she's taking him out often enough that he's not peeing on your floor and if he does pee on your floor she absolutely needs to clean it up herself not expect you to And after the first incident, she damn well should have figured out she needs to be doing something differently, and it's absurd that she's not. That's before we even get into the scolding of him. Wow. Well, this person loves dogs. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to... Yeah, you you can definitely, like, go to the last paragraph there. It's so long. Yeah. Halfway through, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember why I didn't want to read this one, because, like, there was a big answer. If she makes comments like, I'd love to bring Ricky in Thursday, but I guess you'd prefer if he stay at home, respond with a cheerful matter of fact, it's up to you. If you're able to walk him a few times, I'm fine with him being here. Or, I don't mind you bringing him in, I just don't want him staying in my office unless you're walking him a few times. If karma's a thing, Christy's going to end up in a job where she's not allowed to use the bathroom for 10 hours a day. That's not a thing. Pretty rough. Ah! (laughs) 
I get it. Oh well, well that's that's the that's the welcome back Robin episode. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. How long are you in the city for? When are you leaving? Uh, I'm gonna leave again in the middle of July, but I'm coming back. How long you gone for? You don't know yet? I don't know yet. At least a month. All right. Well, you know what? We're building up a roster of Toronto guests. Yeah. You know? And I want to try and get some gear that'll let us fucking... Do it remotely. Skype people in. Because I do want to get try and get like Mallory Ordberg and all those people on this show at some point. I don't know who any of those people are. You know Mallory? Oh, you, you've been away for way too long. Who is Mallory. All right. Where can they find us? You can find us at badvicepodcast.ca. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Play. Google Play. Apple Pod or um, Bad Advice Podcast on Instagram. Insta, which I'll start updating. Yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, We'll chop this up and throw it up on YouTube in a bunch of segments. So if you want, yeah. What? How do you even know that that was recording? I don't. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's Anything nice else to, to say? Yeah. Well, other than that, go Raptors. Did you bring go. me anything? Yeah, I did. But I know you don't like to get gifts on the air. I hate having to put on a show. I know. So you'll give it to me after the show. Yep. All right. Well, it's good to have you back, dog. Thanks, man. We'll see y'all next Thursday. Bye. Peace. Are you gonna play music now? Are they right? This is about you?